Hello, my name is Mark from jazzguitarlessons.net and you're listening to podcast number 35 on big scales. Hello and welcome to this podcast on Big Scales. So what a scary name, right, for a podcast, Big Scales. Uh, it doesn't mean that you need to have larger hands and the scales are bigger in any way. It's just that we we will encounter scales that cover the entire range of the instrument in this podcast. So I've prepared some examples for you. Uh, feel free to grab your instruments. Of course, if you're listening to this on the bus or the subway or in your car, please don't, as usual. But uh, this is a podcast where I want to give you a few pointers but you'll see that this exercise uh, develops in many, many interesting directions. And it's basically a way to discover your instrument. That's the big takeaway here. It's you will discover areas of your fretboard that are kind of, you know, your blind spots typically, and you can find them through a relatively easy exercise uh, in concept. At least you'll see that the application of the exercise is not that easy, but it all depends on uh, what you want to make of it. So let's get started. Big scales. Big scale means to start at the lowest note available on your instrument and go to the highest note available. So say if we're playing the scale of E major, so you know, good old E. So you start with your E note and you climb up the fretboard. You don't pay attention to positions or anything, you just you aim to climb up there and to come back down in the same way or pretty pretty much the same way. So I'm really not paying attention to uh, which fingerings I'm using and which position I'm just finding uh, as I go through it, I'm just finding the next available note. So that's a concept of big scale. Now, I've seen an interview with John Schofield or a workshop or clinic of some sort where he was talking about using big scale through changes. And I went, ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> what are you gonna do if you have to play like that on say the changes to Stella by Starlight. So that's a whole point of this podcast, which is I've, uh, I came up with a few examples on B flat blues. The point is you start with the lowest available note on your guitar, so probably E or F or F sharp. So the, the, the one of the notes at, at the low frets there, and then you climb up this, the, the appropriate scale for the current chord. And then when the chord changes, you keep ascending and you do this throughout the song until you run out of frets. And when you run out of frets, you come back down in the pretty much the same fashion. But this means that you will find spots. This is not even a solo. You're not improvising. You're just trying to play the right notes, right? Uh, it means that you will always wind up in different places on your fretboard at different times in the form. Meaning that in bar eight of Stella by Starlight, you might be halfway, you know, on the third string in the 10th fret or something like that. So you will uncover places where it's kind of not practical and that you're not used to seeing or naming the notes in that area of the fretboard. This is brilliant. I mean, it works wonders. And to give you an example, I have started a, a B flat blues here. So B flat to E flat to B flat, etc. And I'll put a backing track on and I will use the big scale concept in quarter notes, it means that I will play one note, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, and notice I will change the scale. Now it's a pretty easy one, right? B flat blues, I'm gonna play B flat seven, mixolydian, and then E flat seven is mixolydian also, etc. I'm not going to uh, bother you with my scale choices, but the interesting part is 
you before you start working on the exercise, you decide what scales you're going to use. So say you have a G7 note in that that eight fret G7 chord. What scales uh, are what scale are you going to use precisely for that G7 flat nine and bar eight? Then you have to choose that. You have to choose it before you start working on the exercise. But just to show you, I will start with the lowest note of the B flat seven scale available on my instrument is the F note. So first fret, big string, so that is, that's a B flat seven, right? You know, blues, blues sound. That's the lowest note. And I will ascend my way through the, sh the changes. And then once I reach out a fret, I will do the same thing, just descend my way through the changes, always being correct in quarter notes. Ready for the example? So I have the iReal Pro set up here, tempo of 80, not too fast. A one, two, three, four, one. E flat seven. B flat seven. E flat seven. Diminished. B flat seven. G seven. F C minor, sorry. F7, B flat, turn around, and we do it again, that's B flat, E flat, B flat again, we're gonna change scales soon, that's now E flat, have a diminish, I'll skip the diminish for now, B flat, G, C minor 7, F7, B flat, keep going, B flat 7, E flat, B flat, see I'm always in different spots when I change now. Flat seven to a diminished I'll skip B flat G seven C minor F B flat G C F keep going we're back at the top one last course probably not as fun to listen to uh, as it is to play but the point is my brains are always 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 turning my, my little hamster in my head is always deciding oh what's the next scale where are we what's the next note what's this and this is a pretty easy example imagine and I'll put it on for for a second uh, imagine if you were to play this in eight notes imagine how much how well you must know the changes to the tune you're practicing I said Stella by Starlight earlier but you could play this on any or all of your songs, you could do it in quarter notes and then you could try to do it in eight notes. And if you're tired of starting low and ascending, just do the opposite. Start very high and go 
I'll do this right now. I'll, I'll slower the tempo a little bit more even. I'll put it at 72 and I'll start high and I'll descend and ascend and do the same process, but I'll try an eight notes. You'll see me messing up this time because this is really challenging. Ready? So B flat blues again. One, two, big scales. E flat seven. challenging because the concept is simple but you always have to keep in mind what is the next note available in the scale now before I let you go I'll tell you big scale is this exercise where you you hammer you hammer out scales and wherever you are on the fretboard you go to the next available note you could also do big arpeggio meaning the same concept but instead of doing all the notes of the scale you chose you might do all of this but only on one three five seven arpeggios throughout the form. So instead of being, uh, you know, your B flat seven scale, it could be one, three, five flat seven on B flat seven. So you have to play from your lowest note. So this is kind of difficult even to play in quarter notes. So imagine playing in, in eight notes. And uh, so big scale, big arpeggio are two, two of the concepts where you cover the entire range. And now, um, Another exercise or two other exercises from David Berkman, the great piano player in New York, he says, you could also do small scale and small arpeggio, meaning that instead of covering the entire range of your instrument, you cover only a tiny fragment of it. So you select the interval uh, in which you want to confine yourself. So a small distance, say one string or something like that. And then you try to repeat this process. You always ascend to the next available note in your scale or arpeggio and you always do it within the confined range or once you run out of notes and on one direction you change direction so i'll leave you with this and i'm sorry if i rambled and you know listening to me playing the exercises is not a, one of the one of the most fun thing to do in a podcast but i'll leave you with this thought imagine if your musical ideas were not dependent on the chord changing Imagine if you have a musical idea that is ascending and you can keep pushing through the ascending idea. Well, that's it. That's what we're doing. You're doing, you're playing a line and the direction of the line does not change when the chord changes. You decide when it changes. So that's really the skill that you're developing as an improviser when using the big scale exercise. But once again, my name is Mark from jazzguitarlessons.net. Improve your jazz guitar playing with a real teacher and I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you. Thank you.